Yay for the sports! Yay yeah. sports! And they're clapping. <laughs> that part was so strange. I thought you said it was funny too that you thought this is a girl who can like play guitar better than a lot of people, can dance, can do all this stuff, yet she looked so silly when she was clapping. Just very Just, like, it did not look natural. There is that. Yeah. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Just about 8.15 on Wisconsin's Morning News, Monday after a Packers win. Always good, especially a delicious win like that. Of course, you have the Bears who... <laughs> so what would you rather... If you're... If you're a Saints fan, would you rather lose the way the Saints lost, or would you rather lose the way the Bears or the Broncos lost? Well, the Bears are an entity into the unto themselves because there's hours. nothing good happening there <laughs> at all. Organizationally, top down, yeah. that place is a dumpster fire. So I, I take them out. If you're saying, would I rather get boat raced or lose a heartbreaker? I think I'd rather get boat raced because you can at least make the argument of, yep, we had a bad day. <laughs> Burn the tape, move on to the next game, and fine. Right? Mm -hmm. But you lose a heartbreaker. It's like it was all there. We even said, coming into the second half, I say to my wife, I'm like, okay, let me put it to you this way. If I told you this game was going to be a half hour today instead of 60 minutes, and we're spotting the opposition 17 points, (laughs) there's no way, right? Right. No No, way. That's how improbable that is. So great win by the Packers. Excited about it. And I, I feel like I was... Unfairly characterized as a as a downer First today. First thing out of your mouth, oh, the penalties. Well, okay, I didn't care for that. No, I didn't care for the penalties. Joy Love slipped a little bit. Well, how do you get illegal formation penalties? <laughs> That's like you're not standing in the right place. This is your here, job, here man. Go. Right? Here it's not go. high school. Like high school kids are going to be. Oh, I didn't know. Focusing this is your job, the, man. Stand on here. The one negative. I'm not focused on it. I just I'm <laughs> keep talking about it. We're terrible. We're awful. Yeah. No. Let's see how we're going to win in December this way. I can't. I, <laughs> I can't believe we're two and one. I think we're going to make the playoffs. There. How do you like them, Apple? Hell yeah. <laughs> I do. That said, there are some things we could tighten up a little bit. Sure. And those are the easy things. We got the guys. We got. We're doing what we do. But man, stand in the right spot here before we snap the ball. Is that Won't too that, much to ask? That, that game though on Thursday night. Ooh. That is a delicious matchup. Yeah, because we're going against the two and one mm-hmm. Lions, so that sets the up the only nicely. other team that really matters at this point in the division. Brandon Snyder was at the game, so the crowd was live. Definitely sounded good on TV. If you were there and you helped the Packers to that win, pat yourself on the back. You did a little something, a little little twelfth man action. Brandon there. said that that was the loudest he has ever heard the stadium in all the games that he's gone to. When he heard when Jordan Love man. came out, he said he had never heard it that loud before. I don't know. I mean, they, I guess I was going to say I'd go back to some of those playoff years and when the Packers were on their first Super Bowl run where it was like... Smaller <sighs> stadium, though. Less right? people. Yeah, that's true. So fair enough, and it's built up around. So maybe I'll, I'll grant... I won't argue that point with Brandon this morning. But nice. Monday always feels better with the Packers win. I wanted to bring up a couple of other stories that are... They're sports adjacent, if you will. I bring them up not because they're sports. They happen to be around the world of sports, but they uh, speak to a larger thing. First, we had that story in the news about the situation at the Milwaukee Lutheran High School football game on Friday night where there were shots fired. And there's video out there on the Internet. You've probably seen it on the TV shows, TV news as well, where you can very clearly see, you know, you got people in the bleachers, both teams out there on the field, and then pop, 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 pop. And people start to scatter. And I just... Every parent can put themselves in that situation of maybe, you know, maybe you go to your 
kids' football games regularly. You have a kid or like me, I got a cheer kid or a band kid mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, you know your kids are at those games and just how horrifying that must be. You know, like, what do you do? Right? Like, where do you go? When I you, put myself immediately people. in that. We sit at the 35-yard line because that's in front of the cheer kids and we yeah. sit around with the cheer parents and whatever. And like, were that to happen, like, what's your move? Yeah. My hop in the fence, go grab my kid off the track, like just make sure that she has me there with her. Not having any idea really where the bullets are coming right. from or who's firing them or how close they are. Just how terrifying and how awful that we have to deal with this um, for both of those teams. And then you have Milwaukee Lutheran canceling their homecoming. I mean, you only get four years to experience high school homecoming, and that was ruined for a lot of those kids, they had one of them stolen from them. Just an awful situation. I hope they figure out exactly what was happening there because that investigation is still ongoing this morning. The other thing is related to high school sports as well because we've had this ongoing conversation about turf, artificial turf, and Packers' David Bakhtiari allegedly won't play on turf or is more concerned about turf. Now, he didn't play yesterday. Yeah. Which was at Lambeau Field, a field that he's okay with. And right? on grass. I think there's more to it than just he won't play on turf. Bakhtiari has said as much. He's got a knee injury and yada, yada, yada. But we have talked a lot about whether or not athletes are more injury prone on these artificial surfaces. And the reason I bring it up today in, in terms of what it means for all of us is if you're a parent whose kids play sports of any kind, you look around and it's harder and harder to find a blade of grass anywhere. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like Increasingly, our young athletes are playing on artificial surfaces, whether that be soccer, whether it be baseball, whether it be football. And many, many high schools certainly have gone to that turf, artificial turf football fields where the soccer teams also play. Uh, you've got field hockey That's in true. play. Yep. You've got yep. lacrosse mm-hmm. growing in popularity. All t- all sports that can be played on turf. And so if you're a parent, you have to at least have wondered, like, hey, is this the right way to go about things if indeed – People are more prone to injury on these artificial surfaces. My automatic takeaway, and it was kind of backed up by an article that I read in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel last week that was really well done. Looking back on my days when I played high school football, and we played at Hart Park. Tosis played at Hart Park. And I loved playing at Hart Park. It was a great stadium. Yeah, it's a neat place. Yeah, and they took really good care of the field, best they could. But at that time, so this is late 80s, early 90s, and I don't know how many teams play there now, but at that time there were – at least five high schools who played their high school football games at Hart Park. So you had us, you had Tosa West, you had Pius, Marquette, and I think Wisconsin Lutheran at the time were all playing home football at Hart Park. On top of that, we had freshman and JV football who also played at Is Hart Park. Is there any grass left? <laughs> we also had soccer who oh played at gosh. Hart Park. So by week three, it was it's dirt. All tore up. Right? And you get one game that's played in the rain. Pfft, Forget about Done. it. And there was nothing they could do. I mean, the field was trashed. It also, for drainage issues, had such a crown on it, you know, where the 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 higher, the, the mid part of the field from end zone to end zone was higher than it was on the edges so that the sure. rainwater yep. would drain off, right? You'll and see it, that now in sure. some places. And particularly in the end zones. There were drains, you know, at either side of the end zone. So if you were, I, I kid you not, if you were standing on the 20-yard line looking into the end zone, and so if I'm standing there and Eric's the receiver in the corner of the end zone, he'd be cut off at the knees. <laughs> like It would look like yeah. that's that's as big of the disparity as well because you had that crown, which is probably not great. And then these surfaces very often were not very safe in terms of playability because they get all torn up. 
article in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel talked about that. Alec Johnson wrote it up for JS, and he was just talking about if you're a parent who's concerned about my young athletes, my kids out there playing on these surfaces, might not be the same equation as you look at should a pro field be grass or turf as opposed to your high school. And he quoted a couple of athletic directors who have gone recently to artificial turf, most notably in South Milwaukee, where they just put in turf for the first time this year. That's the black turf, the right? The black turf, which you could question the wisdom of that because in the summer that can't yeah, be. isn't that going to get hot? be hot, right? But they have a brand new turf field, and the question was put to the athletic director is, geez, if we're worried about injuries, why are you going to turf? And he made exactly the point that I would have made is, okay, if it's if it's pristine grass and Lambeau Field versus artificial turf, sure, I'll take Lambeau Field. But if it's crummy, torn up high school athletic field versus perfect playing conditions of turf, I'll take the turf. You're mm-hmm. probably safer there. The athletic director from South Milwaukee said, our choice was, do we give ourselves artificial turf that gives us a consistent and true surface that is level, doesn't have holes, doesn't have ruts, doesn't have undulations, or do we continue to try to beat our heads against the wall with grass that isn't safe or playable and watch kids turn an ankle on a hole caused by a sprinkler head that was leaking, things of that nature. In our situation and in many, I would say most high schools, the ability to have turf gives you a much safer surface without a doubt than what you typically have available for your high school field. I thought that was a really good point. And just as we've talked about this topic lately in the news, it would be natural for parents to think, like, is my kid in a better situation sure, here? right. I go with the artificial turf on that level, because un- unless you have, you know, an expert field staff. Like, I would be happy to consult. It's <laughs> <laughs> some mowing tips and whatnot. Here we go. Uh, it's more than that. You know, you have to, unless you're willing to spend the money to expertly maintain that surface, probably better off on all the artificial turf. 823 on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> I think some haters going to hate. Can I be a hater on this one? Sure. Just way too much of you yesterday, Taylor Swift. What? And that's not her fault, I guess. That yeah, we kept she putting was, the camera on her. She was on the screen a lot. What was she doing there? During that Chiefs game. She is talking to or seeing or dating Travis Kelsey. Well, those are all different things. If you got high school kids, I do know. your kids use this terminology? Uh, the, the talking terminology? Yeah, talking to. That means... What, that maybe something is going to happen? Right. You're interested in each other, but you're not yet at the dating or going out or, you know, like exclusive. I'm not believing any of it. You're talking to this person. This is all PR shenanigans, all of it. Taylor Swift at the Kansas City Chiefs game yesterday, shown prominently throughout the game, cheering for Travis Kelsey, superstar on the Chiefs. They are at least talking to each other or dating or something. But, like, for how long? Like, seven minutes? She was cheering, like... She was cheering like they've been together through struggles for a decade, and he's finally making it. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of? Right. Was that last week when I was saying that I was so hoping that she was genuine when she would win a VMA award? Yeah. And right, was right, so right. like, oh my gosh, oh, and there's NSYNC and oh, all this I, stuff. I loved watching you guys. And I was right. like, I, I hope, I so hope you're genuine. Because I do, I, I'm a fan of her as a, as a music creator. She's a force. She's amazing. She's incredible. So I respect the game, right? I respect her as a... Sure. 
Great. But I, I often wonder, I'm like, oh, is this legit? Like, is she really that fawning over NSYNC or she, is she just playing the role? Right. I felt, right. I felt so, like in that moment she was legit, right? Yeah. But la- yesterday it looked like she was playing the role. Like, just every time the camera was on there, just, you know, Gavin with Mama Kelsey, with Travis's mom was sitting next to her. And just, I did, she chest bumped some guy right. after after Kelsey scored and the Chiefs were up, what, 80 to 2 or whatever. Like, the Chiefs were killing him. So the game didn't even really matter at that point. Like, just a little bit over the top. Knowing that there's a camera on you, just yay for the sports, yay yeah. sports, and they're clapping. <laughs> that part was so strange. I thought you said it was funny too that you thought this is a girl who can like play guitar better than a lot of people, can dance, can do all this stuff. Yet she looked so silly when she was clapping. Just very, just, like, it did not look natural. There is that. Yeah. But anyway, they'll be together for a little bit. I think hopefully I, they make the Super Bowl so we can see her at the Super Bowl. I hope you're right, though. I, I hope she was driving Mrs. Kelsey insane. It did seem like it. All right. Like It seemed like Mama Kelsey to Ma- the end was Mama like, Bear has got a little oh. bit like, hey, get your mitts off my boy here. <laughs> yeah, slow right. down. Stop talking so much. You guys have been together for seven and a half minutes. I don't really know you. Did you see that video of him on the sidelines, too? Like, staring up at her? Like, Jeez, oh, yeah. buddy. Like, Careful, geez, man. My gosh, you two. <laughs> Get a room. About 20 minutes before 9 o'clock on Wisconsin's Morning News. Some progress on the writer's strike, Eric. Actually, it looks like things should be taken care of rather quickly. Now, it yes. doesn't mean we're entirely back to work in Hollywood. No, they do have a deal in place, a tentative one. The agreement coming just five days shy of what would have been the longest Hollywood strike in more than 70 years. The Writers Guild of America touting solidarity in an email to members and thanking other union members for their extraordinary support on the picket lines for over 146 days. That's ABC's uh, Kana Whitworth there. So there could vote as early as tomorrow. Details have not been released on the plan. You would assume that AI, which was uh, one of the sticking points, residuals, staffing, some of the streaming residuals as well, uh, were all discussed and some somewhat agreed to in some fashion. And some of the same issues that continue in terms of the actor's strike. So maybe there's a framework there yeah, of how sound, we're going to deal with these it things. It does sound like the actor strike, which is not done yet, would move soon after. That could be as quick as a week or two, um, and let's hope it is. But I think that once everybody gets through the relief of finally getting a WGA deal, getting the next deal is what's important. And then everybody can go to work. That's a David Poland with hot buttons. So yeah, step in the right direction. Don't know all the finer points yet, but that'll be released. So then by the end of the decade, the next Stranger Things? <laughs> I mean, where are we on that? Were they, even... they will be grandparents by the next Stranger Things. <laughs> I told you, Millie Bobby Brown got married. Yeah. yeah. She's still supposed to be 17 in this show. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be at least, what, the end of 2024? I thought they had said initially it was supposed to be spring of 24. Now, I don't know where they left off, though. Oh, my gosh. So. Never. I mean... By the time they get everyone scheduled back up and, and going again? Lost a lot of steam for me. But I'll be there, I guess, right? Kids will want to watch it. Finish no, my it kids off. will be out of the house. They'll be married. <laughs> Turn this thing's on. 842 Wisconsin's Morning News. Uh-huh. 845 on Wisconsin's Morning News. They, they are it off. celebrating at NASA. Yeah. Touchdown. 
Yes, it has. A first of its kind space mission came to a successful end in the Utah desert over the weekend. This has never happened before, and we may be able to unlock some really, really important clues to where we came from. Yeah, so this was that OSIRIS-REx spacecraft we've been talking about, right? The one that they sent into space seven years ago. It traveled more than four and a half billion miles. Not con- You can't conceive of how far that is. It landed on an asteroid. It gathered some material, eight ounces worth, flew all the way back home, slingshotted it at Utah, and now that spaceship, by the way, is flying off to another asteroid. But the uh, little capsule that it sent to Utah landed yesterday, and all is well. They have it. It's good to go. They flew it to Johnson Space Center for processing. It's so remarkable, the math involved in coming up with how you would hit that. I mean, think of like, remember the story problem when you were in high school? Right. You know? This train's going this way, and that train's going that way, and where do they intersect or whatever? You couldn't do that. Make my head hurt. All right, so what happens now? This is what they're looking for in this piece of asteroid. They're hoping to find precursors, like little biological material that will say, hey, this is where life came from. And they'll do that in the Moon Rocks Lab at the Johnson Space Center. That's right, the Moon Rocks Lab. So they uh, did not open the capsule yet. They flew it in a C-17 cargo plane. Scientists are going to fly that sample to, like I said, Johnson Space Center. It'll be cleaned and processed, and eventually they'll break that thing open and take a look. Now, why are they so certain that they're going to find, like, the origins of life or any great mystery unraveled? Well, like, because... It might just be a bunch of dust, right? They're fairly... Well, yeah, I guess essentially that's what it is, but they're certain... That it's a billion years old. Okay, and there's going to be some stuff in there. It could so the, just be rocks. Well, who knows? It could be could be anything inside. Maybe this is what it sounds like inside. Get out of the way! It's Get out of the way! Get out of the way! Burn it! Get out of the way! Microscopic creature jumps out and then expands in size. Yes. A la Species, the movie. That could totally happen. It could. We don't know. (laughs) We don't know. That thing was a billion miles off. (laughs) Could be anything. Although I think they actually did, when it landed, they they did give it a minute, then they did a process through it to make sure that it wasn't carrying some poisonous vapor with it. That something didn't just hop out of it right away. (laughs) Eats the first guy that comes up and pokes it. Yes. So congratulations to NASA. Job well done as OSIRIS-REx does the unthinkable. Four and a half billion miles to pay dirt. Thank God for smart people. Speaking of, a little Miami Vice for you here. A little taste of Miami on the shores of Lake Michigan going into the weekend. So this was Friday, so a lot of folks maybe didn't notice, but... uh, First ever sighting outside of the Milwaukee County Zoo, I suppose. Do they still have the flamingos at the zoo? Yeah. You as go far to the zoo, oh, you turn yeah. right, the flamingos are Yeah, they're are always there. right there. But the first flamingos spotted in the wild in the state of Wisconsin ever. TMJ4's Charles Benson introducing the story on the news. Flamingos, usually found in tropical climates, wading in the water in Port Washington. It turned out to be a brief stay, but as TMJ4's Sean Gallagher shows us, the birds had people flocking. To the beach. No, yeah. no. Hey, you see what Charles did there? You know what I mean? They were flocking. 
But they were flocking. So South Beach and Port Washington, half a dozen flamingos dipping their toes in the lake. And indeed, tons of people were out there to see them. They were parking up all over the place. At what point did the, does the bird realize, you know, we're in the wrong place. This water's cold. <laughs> this, this is, is not awful. Right? Apparently, they say they might have flown here or kind of caught the winds off of Hurricane Idalia, which okay. sort of pushed them north. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. And that was about a month ago. And they're expected to return to warmer shores at some point. But the, the birders were out there in force. Now, some folks were just out there to see what was going on. Yeah. But then some of these are like the big-time bird watchers, the birders as they call them. TBJ4, Sean Gallagher interviewing folks on the beach. Here's the best one here. This is a lady who showed up in a flamingo costume. Shocking. It's just shocking. And of all places, like... I had tears in my eyes today. Yeah. I really did, yeah. Tears in my eyes, she said. Now, she was dressed in this thing why? with a pink beak. Why? Now, I can appreciate the emotions behind it, especially for those birders when you're, you know, this is a big deal. I, I can respect that, but why do you need to put a costume on? <laughs> I don't get the emotion of it. I think it's a fascination, sure. Like, we all have our things, right? Some, I'm a space guy. Could I go to a thing and be like, I suppose I would be emotional if, if I saw the, if the a space launch. If the won the pennant and we're going to the World Series, I might cry might a, little a little bit. There could be yeah. some crying. So if, you see, if you're a birder all your life and you see a flamingo in the wild here in Wisconsin, maybe. Dipping the toes in Lake yeah. Michigan, the talons. Yeah. Do they have talons? What do they <laughs> sure, have? Sure. Experts suggest, again, they are on their way out. And in case you're wondering, they're not still hanging around. Sean Gallagher from TMJ4 News reported and had the video as they flew off right around sunset. We're building something in Milwaukee, and this year is going to be one hell of a monster. <laughs> it's This is the Hunt for Brew October on WTMJ. Presented by Network Health, Delta Dental, Annex Wealth Management, and Trust, Wisconsin's Bank. WTMJ forecast for today, sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Oh, let me get in on some of that shower activity here. I'm just checking the radar. Just a taste, Steve. Can we just get a little out on the grass? A little garden? something for the grass? Yeah, a little oh, something for the grass. Grass the still looks good. Just a taste. Mine never went dormant. I'm sure yours didn't. No, it did not. Partly cloudy and humid today with a chance of showers and storms. And a high of 72 degrees right now at 69 in Milwaukee. Steve Scafidi, Scandy Max, WTMJ Now is up next. Eric and I are fine with dormant grass, aren't we? (laughs) My grass looks great. Yeah, Bill pays no attention to his lawn. We're going to be on grass. (laughs) And and your point? (laughs) If you you like it, if you like it, it's good good enough for you. Just tell your wife to go mow again, why don't you? Oh, yeah, See the bitterness that comes out? Hmm. Speaking of lawn, uh, we're going to be on the lawn. Is yeah, that this say, week? We're I started to say cro- we're going to be on grass. Yeah, and I meant on the lawn, yes. yes. Uh, Wednesday, Esterbrook Park. This is a fundraiser for, for Penfield, and this is a, a great organization who help children with uh, physical and intellectual disabilities, and it uh, really helps get them to more independent lives and does great work. And this was something that we were supposed to do, but we got washed out, right? Yes, we were enjoying the lawn at Esterbrook Park back in July, but after it hadn't rained all that time, it was a complete Oof. soaking downpour right Deluge. at 4.30 for us. Yeah, We showed up. We were fine. We were, I was ready to go. 
We had a brat. We had some beer. We socialized. We got to know our competitors. It was it was really okay, but it'll be much more fun in the sunshine on Wednesday. So the the fundraising for Penfield Children's Center has been done, and we appreciate folks who supported the effort. But the event is still Wednesday, and you can come out and watch. And you know what else we got to do when it was rainy, and we'll get to do it again on Wednesday. We got to visit with Gene Miller, who will be emceeing this event. Yeah. Yeah. And we had, and yeah. We had, and we had some brats at yeah. the beer garden. <laughs> Mm. But yeah, it'll be a good time. Um, speed croquet. So uh, this is going to be amusing to watch, I think, because of all the things that Vince is great at in sports, mm. I'm not sure that croquet is one of them. I don't even know how to play. <laughs> I can't wait to so, hear the OAW reads on Thursday. Yeah, hey, folks, I, I was really struggling. Shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> shoulder, knee, hamstring, all of it, right? Is that yeah. the one where you whack the opponent's ball out of play and all that stuff on the lawn? Is that the game? And you get in through the wickets. Yeah, the wickets. Through the little yeah. wire wickets. I haven't played that game since I was a kid. And you use a hammer. No, a, mallet. a mallet. A mallet. Yeah. I know. That yeah. much I know. Hammer. I'm going to try not to mallet you in the shins if I feel like we're losing. And do you have the specs on this? We're, we're four to seven, right? Yeah, so we're at the, uh, four thirty. And it's okay. one of the reasons to come out is to network and have some fun because there are other uh, competing teams: Catalyst Construction versus Selzer Orange Construction Company. Johnson Controls. Versus everybody's everybody's money is on Selzer. Johnson on Financial <laughs> Group. That's true. They're uh, the team to beat. Yeah, apparently. we're competing against teammates at one hundred one point seven. The truth, but it's all going to kick off at four thirty. Mayor Johnson against County Executive David Crowley. Okay. Interesting. I want to hear the trash talking going on there. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, so yeah, networking and then hanging out uh, in Estabrook Beer Garden on a beautiful September afternoon. Not a bad way to spend your afternoon. All for a good cause for Penfield. That's the plan. All right. In, In between now and then, you will tell me how to play? Or we'll just can I just hall. show up and you can just, just tell me? Just hit it here. I follow directions. I'm coachable. Oh, good. Right. Good. Mm. What do you got coming up on the show, Steve? We're going to Monday morning quarterback. Are you kidding me? Did you, you watch the game right. yesterday? Are you we kidding did. me? That we thing did. was amazing off the charts. The crowd was incredible. I almost left early, but I did it. <laughs> wow. Oh, thank goodness. Because <laughs> that would have been awkward and weird. But uh, Jordan Love, so much respect, so much love for Jordan Love. The, the kid... I mean, small sample size, as I said on the on the morning show yesterday. But the kid is incredible. What poise? Yeah, not not afraid of throwing it in tight windows. You know what else we didn't see all day Sunday, especially when things weren't going well, is him out there shaking his head no. and pouty McPout oh, face. He is a little frustrated. Well, sure, but it wasn't like so pronounced. He wasn't up in guys' business, yelling at guys and pointing it here and making it very clear. This isn't my fault. I didn't do any of this. Yeah, I'm perfect. Or telling him where to go on the routes. Yeah. He just he just plays yeah. ball. Right. I love the enthusiasm of that young man. So we'll we'll tee that up. And Sandy was at a great local establishment. We'll have fun with that. Monday morning quarterback. Looking we- forward to it. Yeah.